Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memorabilia Ram Goldhar and today we're Sekhus Ksubis Daf Kufzain the thirteenth parak Shnei Dayanik. The Zichud Sekhus Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hakazachas Torah. So the three topics we're going to focus on are one: the Gemara brings Malchokas on a rhyme regarding a husband who went overseas and his wife wants to be supported from his estate during his absence. Rav says, post-mizonah we provide support for the man's wife out of his property. But Shmuel says, we do not, and that Rav would agree with me, that during the first three months of the husband's absence, we do not give her support, because a man would not leave his house empty. The Gemara clarifies that they disagree where it's not known if the husband died. Rav says, we provide support from his property because he's hired to support her. But Shmuel says, we do not provide support. Razvid says Shmuel's reason is that we can say that he deposited bundles of money with her to pay for her support. Rav Papa says Shmuel's reason is We suspect that he might have told her take your earnings in place of your food. The nafka meeting between them is a case where a woman is an adult and her earnings are not sufficient to support her. The husband could have given her bundles of money, but could not have stipulated that she supports herself. Another nafkamina is a wife who is a minor, who does have sufficient earnings, but would not have been trusted with bundles of money. The Gmore brings numerous challenges to Shmuel's position. Point number two, the Gmore brings a brisa to challenge Shmuel that stated that if a husband went overseas and his wife demands her support, based in Yordan and the chos of his zanim of farnasing ishto, a below levanu v'nosa acher, Basin goes down to his property and supports and maintains his wife, but not his sons or daughters nor something else. The Bryce explicitly says that the wife is supported from his property. But Papa answered the Bryce is referring to a case, where the wife heard that her husband died through the testimony of one aide. She may marry on the strength of one aide, and she may also receive support, but the sons and daughters may not take their father's possessions on the strength of one witness, nor may they get support. For inheritance to take effect, two aidim are required. And pointing with you, the next Mishnah states, If someone went overseas and another person arose and supported his wife in his absence, Hanan says, The person has lost his money. Rashi explains that the husband didn't ask to borrow the money. And the Roshonim explained that Hanan holds that the person can only be compensated where he provides a tangible benefit to the husband, such as repairing a fence, but not where he only prevented a loss. But the Bnei Kohanim Gadoim disagreed with Hanan and said, He may swear how much he spent and collect the amount for the husband. They hold that even though he acted without permission and only prevented a loss, he is entitled to compensation. Ridosim and Harkinus agree with him, but Rabbi Yochum and Zakai said, Hanan spoke well. The man placed his money on the horn of a deer, meaning he put his money in a place that it would likely be lost. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara brings Malchokas Amarayim regarding a husband who went overseas and his wife wants to be supported from his estate during his absence. Rav says, Post-Mizonah We provide support for the man's wife out of his property. But Shmuel says we do not, and that Rav would agree with me that during the first three months of the husband's absence, we do not give her support. Because a man would not leave his house empty. The Gemara clarifies that they disagree where it's not known if the husband died. Rav says we provide support from his property because he's hired to support her. But Shmuel says we do not provide support. Razvid says Shmuel's reason is that we can say that he deposited bundles of money with her to pay for her support. Rav Papa says Shmuel's reason is We suspect that he might have told her take your earnings in place of your food. The nafka meeting between them is a case where a woman is an adult and her earnings are not sufficient to support her. The husband could have given her bundles of money, but could not have stipulated that she supports herself. Another nafkamina is a wife who is a minor, who does have sufficient earnings, but would not have been trusted with bundles of money. The more brings numerous challenges to Shmuel's position. 
Point number two, the Gemara brings a Bryson to challenge Shmuel that stated that if a husband went overseas and his wife demands her support, based in Yordan and the Chos of Zanim and Farnasin Ishto, a Barol of Acher, Basin goes down to his property and supports and maintains his wife, but not his sons or daughters nor something else. The Bryson explicitly says that the wife is supported from his property. But Papa answered, the Bryce was referring to a case, where the wife heard that her husband died through the testimony of one aide. She may marry on the strength of one aide, and she may also receive support, but the sons and daughters may not take their father's possessions on the strength of one witness, nor may they get support. For inheritance to take effect, two aidim are required. And pointing with you, the next Mishnah states, If someone went overseas and another person arose and supported his wife, in his absence, Hanan says, the person has lost his money. Rashi explains that the husband didn't ask to borrow the money. And the Roshonim explained that Hanan holds that a person can only be compensated where he provides a tangible benefit to the husband, such as repairing a fence, but not where he only prevented a loss. But the Bnei Kohanim Gedoyim disagreed with Hanan and said, he may swear how much he spent and collect the amount for the husband. They hold that even though he acted without permission and only prevented a loss, he is entitled to compensation. Ridosim and Harkinus agree with him, but Rabbi Yochum and Zakai said, Yafa Amra Khanan Khanan spoke well, the man placed his money on the horn of a deer, meaning he put his money in a place that it would likely be lost. Alright, so now we go to Simradov Kuvzain, and this one was suggested to us by Baruch Lev from Baltimore, as well as by Kobe Melkin from Yushalayim. They both suggested that Kuvzain is couscous, the small balls of semolina, which is served with the stew and some Mediterranean dish. So couscous is our simon. So here goes. The wife busy buying couscous with the bundles of money her husband left her before going overseas dropped the boxes when she was informed by one aide that her husband died, letting her get support from his property but not permitting his heirs to take possession of his estate and making the man who voluntarily supported her during her husband's absence lose hope he'd ever get repaid. So once again, it's slow motion. The wife busy buying couscous, couscous, that must be warned off, kuvzayin. The wife busy buying couscous with the bundles of money her husband left her before going overseas, which reminds us, the more brings Malchokas and regarding a husband who went overseas and his wife wants to be supported from his estate during his absence. Rav says, post-Kamazonus, we provide support for the man's wife out of his property, but Shmuel says we do not. Razvid says Shmuel's reason is that we can say that he deposited bundles of money with her to pay for her support, but Papa says Shmuel's reason is that we suspect that he might have told her, take your earnings in place of your food. So the wife busy buying couscous with the bundles of money her husband left her before going overseas, dropped the boxes when she was informed by one witness that her husband died, letting her get support from his property, but not permitting his heirs to take possession of his estate, which reminds us, but Papi explained that Abrice was referring to a case, where the wife heard that her husband died through the testimony of one witness. She may marry on the strength of one witness and may also receive support, but the sons and daughters may not take their father's possessions on the strength of one aid, nor may they get support for inheritance to take effect to aid him are required. So the wife, busy buying couscous with the bundles of money her husband left her before going overseas, dropped the boxes when she was informed by one witness that her husband died, letting her get support from his property, but not permitting his heirs to take possession of his estate, and making the man who voluntarily supported her during her husband's absence lose hope he'd ever get repaid. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, if someone overseas and another person arose and supported his wife in his absence, Hanan says, Ibed Esma'osav, the person has lost his money. But the Bnei Kohanim Gadoin disagreed with Hanan and said, Yishava Kamehotz V'yitol, he may swear how much he spent and collect the amount from the husband they hold, that even though he acted without permission and only prevented a loss, he is entitled to compensation. Rabbi Dosim and Harkin disagree with him, but Rabbi Yochan ben Zakkai said, Yafa Amr Hanan Hiniach Me'osav Al Karen 
Hanan spoke well. The man placed his money on the horn of a deer, meaning he put his money in a place that would likely be lost. So once again, the wife busy buying couscous with the bundles of money her husband left her before going overseas, dropped the boxes when she was informed by one witness that her husband died, letting her get support from his property, but not permitting his heirs to take possession of his estate, and making the man who voluntarily supported her during her husband's absence lose hope he'd ever get repaid. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Rumble and the Zikr, wishing you a great day and great learning.